Hello and welcome along to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram. Well, we're back here, late night, Friday night episode. We've struggled all week. I've been struggling big time to do this podcast after the result at the weekend for Dixborough, but Shawnee was having a mini heart attack that we weren't going to preview the Cork County final, so we had to get on the air tonight. So, Shawnee, thanks for giving us that bit of encouragement to get on. Yeah, it was tough slog. I was like, you were delayed on delayed Tuesday night, delayed Wednesday night, delayed Thursday night, and the boys are going to pull the plug again. I was like, we cannot miss out in the Cork County Senior Hurling Championship. The greatest county, county championship you know. in the country. It looked look bad on you, Liam, too. Like, I mean, it looked look bad in the last... 100%. Last weekend, yeah, no, 100% <laughs> shines. Good feedback. Fair play. Thank you for driving us on, as always. Giggles, welcome along as well. He's busily going through his notes there. Welcome along, Giggles. Thanks, Liam. I'm just trying to find last week's power rankings just to make sure I have the positions right. That's all G- I'm doing here. Giggles has done a lot of work on the power rankings in the last week. Um, he, we, As you know, we're on Instagram on Akadeh GA, and he, I let him touch on it in, in his segment, but he did a Trojan work, huge work on, on the Instagram huge. with Akadeh GA with a bit of a, a kind of a club, a virtual club championship, if you, if you like, a bit of a World Cup, so he's going to get to that in due time. Um, first up, um, we'll go through some tweets we got in. Uh, Mark Wade in touch again regular listener at Mark underscore A Wade great show lads I look forward to this podcast every Thursday we do too Mark it's not going to be Thursday today you're going to be getting a Friday just in time for the weekend and as lockdown hits Ireland with over 400 cases a day at the moment which is crazy and it, it's worrying times for the inter-county season hopefully it's, that's going to get off the ground also got a tweet in from John Reaney at Reaney John no coverage of the GA Western Australia football finals. No, John, sorry, we don't do football on this podcast. Uh, we did once upon a time, but we don't now. <laughs> I, did, I did watch it at the weekend, actually. I tuned in on YouTube. It's what? actually a good option. Self-embarrassed There we go. There's the coverage done. Hope you like that, um, Rini. Um, <laughs> tune in for more next week. <laughs> um, uh, also got... Got a bit of feedback in the people loving the Instagram giggles and, and the great work you did in that. So we'll, we'll touch on that um, in your segment, Giggles Corner, the favourite segment, the favourite um, part of the show for all the listeners. But on today's show, we're going to have a look back at the Kilkenny County final. Um, we'll try and keep it as brief as we can. Uh, we'll have giggles. It was, it, was a good, it was a good return to Instagram by giggles, in fairness. Like we, had to, we had to put him on the sideline there for a while, but he's, he came back pretty strong on Instagram, in fairness. Yeah, we had to block giggles from logging into the Instagram. Myself and Shani kind of keep that nice and tight because he had some dubious people he was following there. We won't go into any details there, but we reined it in. But he's back on now, but there's a few weird accounts coming back up again, but might have been just a mistake over the weekend. Um, but yeah, we're going to cover the Kilkenny County final. We've got Giggles Corner Power Rankings, and we've also got Shawnee's has got two hours worth of a preview for the Cork County final. So if he can stay on for that long, it's going to be great. All the stats and everything. So look, let's get into it. Uh, Kilkenny County final. It's always, you know, great to, you know, to say that you walk the steps of Crow Park and you lifted the McCarthy Cup, like, and but. No, we never changed one bit from the day we started, let's say, our first game with, with Glenmore. Going back to your locals and the people that you're brought up with and you're reared with, and there's, there's nothing like going back there. Like. The one the fancy oh, open top bus line, I think we had Dublin's, Richard Dublin's lorry, and really, yeah. up, up on the back of the lorry and off down. It's just lovely country, and a few bonfires. 
Yeah, so I think, you know, firstly, the, the three of us went very hard on, on Dick Spurrett to win the county final in our, in our tipping the week before. I think, Shawnee, you got a bit of feedback on that, that we had hyped him up to the last off, off your brother was on to you, was he, Shawnee? Yeah, the brother um, sent me a message, I'd say it was probably around halftime in, the, in that game. He says, Jesus, he said you hyped, you hyped Dick Spurrett out of this world, he said. Uh, yeah, I wanted to pick you up on that, Liam. I, 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 four weeks ago, I said Dixborough would beat Law Lachlan's, Bally Hale would beat James Stevens, and Bally Hale would win the thing out. And I got sucked into your sentimentality and positivity <laughs> around the Dixborough. And I went uh, to Dixborough last week. I should stick to my guns. Yeah, you should have given I should be known to be influenced by, by anybody else other than myself. You're your own man, Eagles. <laughs> I was surprised. I was surprised at you. <laughs> Oh look! Some he did. He did. He, he was on the Ballyhale bang, bandwagon, and I was trying to I was trying to pull them down for the last couple of weeks. I I thought you know it was a bit the romantic in me, I guess, Liam. You know, I wanted Dixborough to win for you. You know, so yeah, it didn't happen. Didn't happen. No, look, look, I, I, look. Obviously, I was I was won't lie, I was very confident going in. Didn't think by any chance they were going to win and like wipe the floor with Shamrocks, but I really did think they were going to win and just steal it by a couple of points. You know. But after the first five minutes, I was like, this is not going to be pretty. You know, the boys were shocking nervous. And then all of a sudden, a goal or two goes in and you're, you're eight or nine points down against Shamrocks 15 minutes into the first half. And you're, you're just not going to claw that back. And, you know, I was really, really disappointed, obviously, being a, a, a Dixborough fan, but I'm sure for neutrals watching on as well. It was just, a, you know, it wasn't a great spectacle when we thought it was going to be very good. Having the other the other semi-finals had been very good in Kilkenny and, and we've been spoiled with other matches in different parts of the country in recent weeks. Um, but look, full marks to Shamrocks. They were just fantastic. And I think I said to you during the week, Giggles, you know, this, as soon as they smelt a little bit of blood in the water, they just absolutely ate Dixper alive. And it, it wasn't pretty viewing as a Dixper person, I can tell you that. No, they, they definitely learned their lesson from the James Stevens game. Like they went two eight to six points up against James Stevens, and probably took the foot off the pedal. And you know, teams when they do that and they think they have a game won, find it very hard to get the foot back on the pedal again. Now, Ballyhale are obviously exceptional, so they managed to eke out a result, but they weren't going to make the same mistake this time. And probably Dixborough's heads went down a little bit easier than the James Stevens lads. Um, and. As you said, yeah, they smelled blood and they just went absolutely to town on them in the county final and three in a row for Ballyhale. Yeah, it was simple as that, really. And I think, look, you just look over all over the field from 1 to 15 for Shamrocks and the lads who came on, they all were an 8 or 9 out of 10. You know, there was just... And it was effortless for them, really, at times. Dixborough never really threatened. Um, I think every battle was, was won, and, and particularly the, the Ballyhale... Backs, which is often they're described as their weak point or they're there to be got. They absolutely, you know, dominated in that first half and particularly the half back line. Dixborough winning absolutely no ball and it was just coming straight back down. There's nothing worse as a defender if you're looking at ball being rained down on top and you're one of them with Colin Venley there in the full wire line or, you know, it's just like just nightmare stuff for Dixborough and, you know, five goals in the county final and to lose by 20 points, you know, it's just, it's tough, tough pill to take. And I think, you know, the boys. It's going to take him a while to get over that one. Really, really fell for him now. Yeah, I think Richie Reid yeah. was immense for uh, for Ballyhill. Jesus, he was just on everything, mopping up everything. You know, it was. And there's look, there's not much we can say about the game. You know, I've just Dixford just did not get out of second gear all day. First gear, I'd say. First gear. Yeah. Well, you know, first gear was a warm up. Second gear was the game. So um, they're probably, you know. 
it's probably one they just need to fucking park and move on because you're Actually, not language Johnny language 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 you're not gonna you're not gonna get anything about you know dissecting that game and seeing where no. things went wrong because no. everything went wrong no everything went wrong went, went wrong went wrong and I think you know when you start when you start seeing Things, small things like, you know, Shane Safeton had been so accurate on freeze for them, missing like four or five frees in the first half, then hitting balls wide from 70, 80 yards out, they're forcing it a bit, and then he just, can, you know, it gets worse and worse as the time goes on, the goals and goals go in, and you just kind of want that, you want it to be blown up after 50 minutes, to be honest, and I was like, oh, there's another 10 minutes to go here, this is going to be, going to be a shocker, but yeah, like you yeah. said, there's not much to analyse really in it, it was just, it was just, yeah. they were blitzed, and that was kind of did you have any hope at all, Liam, even after, you know, 15 minutes? Like, did you, nothing? No, not, just because nothing was, there, were, there was nothing going for them. Like, it didn't, they didn't look like they had anything going for them. They didn't look like they were going to score a goal. You never get, you know, first half, you're like, oh, hopefully they're banging a goal here now or to get a goal quickly. But yeah. It just didn't look like it was I going thought, to happen. I thought watching it, I was, I, I always held out hope watching it. I was like, you know you know, the, you know, we talk about the Kilkenny player mentality. I thought, you know, there might be some bit of that in them. There might be a bit of a drive in them, you know, to, you know, not let the game get away from them. But, Jesus, it was nothing. I was waiting and waiting, you know. I know. Eventually, I was like, what did I get up to and watch this thing for? Because but, it was yeah. abysmal. Yeah, I think if you didn't have... It kind of went with the, it went with the trend that, like, when you talk about the top four or five clubs in the country again, they, like, the top four, like, pick, the Piercing take Bally Hale, take Bally Gunner, like they all won their county finals by say a combined total of seventy points across the three county finals. And it's just it's experience in the team, it's class in the team, it's the amount of class and quality and experienced players that they have in their team. Coming up against three relative newbies in Passage June and and, and in this case Dixborough, who just who didn't have the experience, they don't have the number of players that these teams have and just when the experienced, brilliant team like Ballyhale at the weekend got on top, there was just, there was no let up, especially when the finish line was 25, 30 minutes away. It's not like they have to worry about a Leinster club or an All-Ireland club. It was a one game takes all for Ballyhale and they just left Everton out in it and yeah. they did not let up for a second. Even what well, Cody got the fifth goal, was it Liam? Yeah. Kind of a, a cheeky celebration. I'm sure the Dixborough lads will be kind of keeping that in the back of their mind, going back training next January or February to, to have something to kind of go for about it's they were they were just brilliant Bally Hale rather than I wouldn't say Dixborough Dixborough I wouldn't say Dixborough terrible I'd say Bally Hale were just awesome that's the way I described the game yeah I, I wouldn't say Dixborough I think Dixborough are an experienced team though to be, like you know I just don't think they turned up did County Championship 2017 you know a large cohort of that team is was was playing on Sunday had won the league you know they're they're I wouldn't say they're inexperienced, you know. They've got they have pedigree there and they've got Kilkenny County players, underage and senior players. So I don't think it's just some new team has come through. I just don't think it was a reflection of where they're at. But that that's that was the result, you know, and that's I think the most frustrating thing. If if they were if that was three years ago and they'd kind of coasted through average age is 21, 22 and they, you know, out of nowhere then they got the county final and then they got hammered by Valley Head, you'd be like, Oh, so what? But I don't think that's the case for Dixborough when they've won it in the last few years and have disappointed they haven't kicked on since, and then to get back to the county final and have been, you know, pretty solid and consistent all the way through, and then to get that beating, I think that's the hardest part for for Dixborough at the moment. Um, but yeah, look, they're going to have to regroup and they have a winter to get over now, and hopefully back at it again next year. Uh, but yeah, Bally Hale, trainer Uncle Kenny, and 
if if there was to be a club all Ireland series, you you would have to fancy him that there would have been a team that would have went pretty close to going all the way. Which I'm not sure if there has been three in a row done in in the club Ireland giggles. Shawnee, you might know if it has been done. I think Bally Hill stopped Portumna doing it in the semi-final uh, eight or nine years ago. Portumna were going for three in a row. They won three in a row in Galway. And they won two All-Irelands in a row. Yeah. Burr, no, Burr won, Burr won three in four years or something like that. Right. Same with Nathan Roy. Yeah, I think you're right, Liam. I don't think the three in a row has been done in Ireland. Currafin did it in football. Yeah, yeah. So look, yeah, look, look that was that. Full marks to Bally Hale, top top team, and look the only good thing from like, any point of view is it was very you know seeing TJ firing and um Colin Felly firing, Joey Holden, Richie Reed as well like that's you know good news for Kilkenny going in in a few weeks time getting the Kilkenny team back together that you know the Bally Hale um cohort are going to make up a big part of the Kilkenny spine this year and they're all looking in great shape so I'll take a small bit of a <laughs> small bit of something from that but look yeah very very disappointing but. The juniors are in the county final this weekend on Saturday, so it'd be great if they were to win that and to get up into the into the second tier in Kilkenny. So hopefully the boys can turn around around this Saturday. Um, so giggles, we might we might. It did take a it did it did, it did take a list more man to do the three in a row in Kilkenny. He brought them to the promised land, James O'Connor. <laughs> he did, he did, he did, he did. Fair play to him. He'd be delighted with that one. Right, we might claim that one, giggles. Uh, county championship for Liz Moore this year. All right, let's get into these power rankings because I'm, 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 I think I know who the number one team is, but let's let's see how we go. All right, Giles, you're on. Right, so a new a new entrant in at number ten. Uh, we'll see do they stay there after this weekend's county final. But we've got Black Rock in at number ten. I think they've had an unbelievable win against, on paper, was a phenomenal UCC team over the weekend. Um, I was humming and hawing whether it be them or Glen Rovers. Then Rovers stuttered against the fairly old aging Aaron's own team so it has to be Black Rock for me tipping them for the weekend as well by the way no move for Turlock Moore number nine they're into the county final they're playing St Thomas's this weekend so it'll be interesting to see how they go um, a re-entrant at number eight Six Mile Bridge they won their two in a row in Clare and their fifth county title in eight years interestingly enough they won the county title without scoring a goal in the whole championship and Davy kind of has this running game like Wexford play, playing with them and they just they didn't even threaten a goal to be honest uh, in a couple of the games I've seen them I uh, wouldn't fancy the way they played it, but they've got a lot of cast players so they're in at number 8 the Shelmaliers are down one position to 7 they didn't play Kildangan are up one position to 6 Kildangan Kildangan uh, like, you've been corrected on that one you were right originally Giles it, it, I was at Kildangan yeah, I've corrected yeah, twice now <laughs> That's off the back of the people's vote um, on the, um, the power rankings on the Instagram. I, I think Chameleers got knocked out quite early and Kiel Adangan went through to a fairly advanced stage. No move for number five, St. Thomas's. Three and four was interesting. They played off in the, in the, um, in the Instagram All-Ireland Championship at the weekend. And Kula won it by two votes, 51 votes to 49. So Ballygunner are down to four. Kula are down to three. I'm putting the piercing ahead of Kula uh, on the basis that they didn't make the final, but I think they're better than Kula at the moment. So they're down one position to two. And then it was Kula versus Ballyhale in the final. Have I got that right? Yeah. And I think Ballyhale won 90% to 10%. Probably a little unfair given probably everyone watched it. Everyone voted on it after they beat Dixborough out the gate. So. Um, but no doubt as to who is number one and I'm true to my word I said if Billy Hale win the county final they go to number one in the power rankings 
here we are, lads. And Ballyhale are number one in the power rankings. So that's that's nearly it now. St. Thomas are playing Turlock more. I can't see that the winner of that game affecting the results at all, to be honest. As long as Black Rock beat Glen Rovers, they may move up a little bit. But um, that, that'll be the end of it then, I'd imagine. St. Rhinos are playing Kikarma Kalahi in the Offaly fine. They won't be, the winner of that won't get into it. And that's it. Then we'll be over with the county finals after this weekend. So um, it's, it's nearly fully shaped now, 10 teams. But I guess as we know over the last five or six years, well, first of all, there's going to be no club championship, even though there's a lot of managers calling for now, both in football and in hurling. Um, but every year you think that it's going to be Ballyhale versus the Cooler and the Piercing versus the Ballygunner. There's always a surprise. There's a Ballyhale, there's a Boris Lee comes in somewhere. And it's never materialised where you've had the best four teams in the semi-final or the best two teams in the Munster-Leinster final. There's always surprises in that. Maybe it's the time of year. Maybe it's just teams being tired. But um, Instagram pretty much called it out as it was and they backed up my power rankings. So I, I, I'm, I'll take any feedback now with a lot of confidence to, to go back on it. Just quick, take your thoughts first, lads. Quick one, Giggles. The Sunday game have been on to us looking for your algorithm for how you do it because it's obviously very complex, you know, the way you do it. So I don't say it out live on air because it's your IP, but... We might get on to the lads there just to give that through for the for the intercounty season coming up. Yeah, there's no way the Sunday game would even understand the Liam <laughs> it's, it's, it's like ones and zeros going around in the back of my head that, and it's like the Matrix, you know. <laughs> Shawnee's been writing some notes down as you went through the power rankings. Shawnee, do you have any comments on it? Uh, I just like, yeah, no, we'll wait and see this weekend really because I don't really have much of a... Um, an opinion on it, I think it's fair enough. I guess the fact that we have two Galway teams in the in the top ten is interesting. But uh I mean look you said it the algorithms are pretty interesting. I'd like to see that myself. But anyway <laughs> we'll wait for you next week. Yeah look. Galway Galway hurling seems to be very hop, very high up in uh in Giggles' mind isn't you? Yeah. Well they've won more allowed in clubs than anybody in any other county in, in the country, Shawnee. That has Easy to do I, I'm a supporter of you on this one. I think they do have a huge advantage just winning their county and going huge. into the semi-final. Huge. Huge, yeah. huge, huge. All right. Yeah, that's, that, that's for this week, lads. And we'll, we'll have one play. final one, but I don't think it'll move much. No, Giggles, excellent, excellent power rankings. I'm like, you know, Dixborough obviously have dropped out. Disappointing to see that. Um, but can't really argue with it. And Bally Hale gone to number one, which can't be argued. And great to see Bally Gunner gone to number four. So finally a bit of sense. Um, in the power rankings there that we don't have Bally Gunner up with number one, two or three. So uh, coming up next, we are going to have a preview of the Cork County Final. This is Shawnee only. Just Shawnee's going to speak only for this part because he's so excited. <laughs> um, so we, we, we'll see how that one goes. I met a strange lady, she made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said, do you come from a land down under? Shawnee, is it your second favourite day of the year? Obviously the Ireland Hurling Final is your favourite day Is the Cork County Championship, like the county final, your favourite day? After that, second favourite day? Oh, look, to be honest Liam, I haven't, I haven't really watched um, Senior Club Hurling in Cork since obviously with 10 years since I was back there last and which I actually played in the Woody McKilly but this year is just as the same as everybody else you know club hurling 
across everywhere really is is taking everybody's you know imagination and over especially ours over the weekend because we we can't get out of here so <laughs> we just watch hurling and hurling matches over the over the club championships over the weekend so yeah look i'm really looking forward to this and it's a traditional final as well between two cork city teams as well so um yeah quick probably, quick, quick one before be, quick one before you get into shawnee the clocks are changing in Melbourne on Saturday night, so we go 10 hours ahead of Ireland, which means this will be on a two in the morning live. Are you going to watch it live? Two in the morning, probably not. I'll probably get up and watch it back. Watch it back at five or six? Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Just wondering if you want to do a live Instagram writing for the followers while we're while me and Giggles are asleep. Uh, is, is it Sunday morning or Monday morning? Well, it'll be Monday Mon- morning, Monday, so no. Monday morning our time, yeah. 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 Okay. We've got to get it worked on, isn't it? Yeah, fair enough, Sean. Um, yeah, fair enough. Just kind of clear it up. Just, uh, yeah. No, look, looking back at the semi finals last weekend, there were two actually belter games, actually. We had Black Rock and UCC. It was um huge scoring in that. It was 326, 34 points. Um, extra time. Extra time. Yeah. Um, UCC, funny enough, played with a sweeper, which was very strange when they had an array of stars in Paddy O'Loughlin and Connor Boylan, Shane Conway, Paddy Cadell, Mark Kyo, um, Mark Coleman, Killian O'Dwyer from Kilnall and Tipperary was man-marking Michael O'Loughlin, held them scorers for the day. And they played with a sweeper, which I couldn't get my head around at all. I'm like, why would you do that? Like, when you've got the array of hurlers you have, I'd say Giggles would have freaked out if if uh, if he was managing that team or he, if he was playing up in the forward line and he had players around him like that. Um, I just couldn't believe Connor, it. Uh, Connor, Connor Boylan was a bit of a ringer at the last minute as well, Shawnee. After the win in the county final, he hadn't played for UCC at all, which was an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. And look, this this goes back to the argument about should they really be in the Cork County Championship? But look, they're out of it now, yeah, so it doesn't matter. So I was happy enough to see that <laughs> result go through. Um, but no, it, look, it was, it, was, it was tit for tat for a lot of the game. But, the, you know, the, the main thing was, is like, as I said, UCC had a sweeper, but BlackRock seemed to score three goals against you know the sweeper system, which is kind of it defies the, the the point of actually playing a sweeper in the first place. So I think that was the main reason. Like Black, the Rockies are very very physical, um, big men in the far line, and they have a good mix in in the full far line. They've got Michael O'Halloran, Aidan, Alan Connolly, and John O'Sullivan in the full far line, who are you know slight enough guys. Um, and they, they were the difference, really, those guys, you know. Um, while Ma- Michael Hearn was held scoreless, um, they brought on a guy called Ty DC for the Rockies, um, and he caused havoc. He he actually ended up on Paddy Cadell. Paddy Cadell was sitting in front of Paddy O'Loughlin for most of the game. Um, and Paddy O'Loughlin, like, you know, as good a hurler as is, lads, he, every time he got the ball in the, in the um, sweeper position, he would go lateral. He'd just go side to side the whole time. It was like... I just, you know, I was just another thing that that just baffled me. Like, why would you have a sweeper like that who's, you know, just picking up ball and handing it off to a corner back or a wing back, and you know, instead of driving out himself and setting up attacks, and especially as an intercounty player. So, um, look, that was a cracker of a game. Went to extra time, as I said. Um, it was the goals won the matches. Um, so Black Rock are true. Um, very interesting final. On the other side, I guess you had the Glen and Aaron Zone. Aaron's on started off at 100 miles an hour. Um, as, as we said there last week, you know, the Glen had four weeks off um, since their last championship game. 
So they were up two six to seven points at halftime, and then I think the Glen must have got a roasting at halftime from Richie Keller or because they came out and had six points on the trot without reply. The Glen or Aaron Zone came back with a with a goal uh, from Robbie O'Flynn, but they also lost uh, James O'Flynn, who was actually on Patrick Horgan, who was doing quite well on him, and Stephen Cronin, who was probably one of the most. Um, He's probably one of the most experienced defenders, and they didn't have Shane Murphy, who did his crew shoot, I think, after the, the Sarsfields game the last day. So, like, Aaron Zone could have easily, you know, won that game should they have had those guys on the field for 60, 70 minutes. Um, the Glen shaded in the end. I think the more the game went on, the better they got. You know, they were very rusty at the start, and they got into the game. Pat Horgan, 14 points again from, uh, I think, a lot of them for freeze, to be fair, but... Yeah, the Glen, the Glen look like they're getting back into their mojo again. Um, the final, uh, as I said, in the last think Shani, final. Shani, the, the Glen had a big disadvantage, didn't they, with the big break that they had? Like yeah. They were the only so team break directly into the semi There's only one team go straight through to the semi finals, and it's the same, the intermediate grade as well. Um, but they had the highest scoring difference, they went straight through to the semi finals. So it has to be, you know, it probably is, you know, the wrong way to go, really. But you're not going to be looking at, you know, scoring difference. You're going to try and get to a semi-final anyway, you know. But yeah, yeah, I think it's it's it has affected them big time for that game. They could have got caught. Aaron's on could well have won that game. So look, looking into the final, you still have two very good teams. Um, you'll be looking at the likes of Niall Cashman there from the Rockies centre back, who was very good. He got a point there the last day against UCC. He just He's very direct. He just runs straight down the middle, popped it over the bar. He's he's very kind of an old style centre back, um, like his father actually, Jim Cashman, um, and drives from the front that way. Um, you have they wouldn't Michael have Harlan, they wouldn't have major they wouldn't have huge stars, would they? About BlackRock, but they kind of have well, traditional. Michael Harron is probably the best known player of them, really. Um, right. And no, they wouldn't. There, there's a lot of guys there. Who are clipping around the edges of under two one and Cork minor teams? You know, over the last couple of years, they won three years or four under twenty one uh, county championships in the last what is it six or seven years? So they've got a good spread yeah, of yeah. talent coming through. Um, the difference between them and the Glen is their physical size. They're just massive men. They're just they've got a guy there, Shane O'Keefe. He got two goals in the last day against um, UCC. Who's playing in the wing? They got. Gary Norberg, I think his name, or Graham Norberg. He's a, a fullback. He's I remember seeing him a couple of years ago as well. He he's been around with him for a while. He's solid in the full back line as well. So their midfielders are big men as well. There's a guy there called Meany. I don't, I'm not sure is he related to this big guy who plays centre far from before. Um, another Meany. So have they got have they got anyone to mark Hargan, Shawnee, in your opinion? Um whether or not, I don't think Niall Cashman is going to follow him to be honest they might put um, they might put one of those that other wing back I can't remember his name no, but they might put him on him and let, let Cashman sit off of it but I'd say they'd probably let Cashman you know go with him and Cashman would probably leave him off for a lot of the time um, Who do you fancy Sean? Who, who do you fancy Shani? Well, on the Glen side in again you've got you know McDonald, you've got Downey you've got Horgan Brian Moylan's probably one of one of the best centre backs in club hurling in Cork at the moment. Um, Kenneth Fick and Horgan in up front were very solid players. Um, I actually I said 
I said Douglas were my kind of outside bet and then the Rockies beat him. But after watching the Rockies, especially against UCC and their physicality, I think I think they'll have too much for the Glen. And regardless, like the, the rustiness has gone out of the Glen now after the last day against Aaron's own. And I reckon I reckon the Rockies will have two or three points to spare over the Glen um, on this one. I just think their physicality will be too much for, for the Glen. Interesting. And and Shawnee, obviously, you know, you've been following the Cork County Championship very closely over the last number of weeks. Does it give you a fate going into an inter-county season seen with the current state that Cork hurling is in at senior and intermediate level that you've been following? You've obviously seen a lot of current Cork players and maybe potential Cork players. Does it give you hope? Yeah, it does, actually. I, I, I was kind of thinking it wouldn't because of the layoff they have and the way the championship has run so late. You know, I'm thinking ahead just the water for game that they'll won't have the right preparation. But I know that I know they've been playing. They played a practice match last weekend against Clare, I think. Um, so there'll be a lot. We'll go. You know, Robbie O'Flynn and all those kind of guys, Pat Horgan. But still, in all, I think what the quality I've seen from the Cork County Championship and the way the Cork County Championship was run this year as well, the group stages and there's a lot more games. Um, I I'd be very um, I'd be very hopeful of. Cork's chances in um, in Munster, but I do think do I do think because of the time of year and because of the player, I think they need to bring in a different type of player for the, for this um, All Ireland Championship or Munster Championship because winter the likes of Owen Cad or likes of you know Cadigan, those smaller slider forwards. I know he's going to do a lot of damage, but like you need the bigger guys in there. You know, you look at the Rockies there, now a couple of their lads there in the half hour line. You need players of that type who are able to you know compete very hard and win win their own ball um so it'll be interesting who they will draft in out of out of um the car county championship games i think shane kingston is going really well um robbie o'flynn showed up very well last weekend as well pat horgan will be you know his usual self you'd expect um but yeah they do need they do need they need harney actually to become all he's he's had a bad hamstring injury so i don't know if he's going to be in Ready in time for the war for game, but yeah, I, I do, I do a lot watching the the club championship game. I thought it was pretty positive. Yeah, it's going to be think, interesting. I think it's set up this weekend for, for okay, a, a great county final. Like, if you think about all the county finals across the country, like, we've had some great games and great championships, but the Tipperary county final has been the only decent one. Like, if you think mm. about it, David Limerick was shite, Kilkenny was terrible, Water was terrible, Clare's county final was poor, Wexford. Kind of final was was easy to know the winner very far out. The Dublin game was actually pretty decent. Kilmoy, the Kerry one, and the and the Antrim ones are probably the next best. So you've got Cork and Galway county finals this weekend. We're only going to talk about Cork today, and I think it's such a local rivalry, and they used to be always in the county final. Didn't they show any Blackrock and Glen Rovers, yeah. and they haven't played in the county final against each other since 1998 or something like that, or 1988 maybe it is. Um, it's, and they're evenly matched. They are very evenly matched. I think it'll be yeah. a good game. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's it's like Blackrock have the kind of set team and they've got the tradition name, the Cashmans, the O'Keefe's against Ken Rovers probably have a better team on paper with your man Downey. He's a serious back. And then Horgan. Can, Horgan is probably going to score 15 points at the weekend. So Blackrock are going to yeah. have to score more. <laughs> yeah. Simple as that. Um, what's the weather like, Sean? What's, what's, the, what's the weather like, Shawnee, for Sunday? I don't know. I haven't a clue. It's 28 here in the LM. <laughs> <laughs> interesting fact, my granddad actually hurled for Black Rock. There you go. There's an interesting fact. Did he? Yeah. Did he? Back in the day, yeah. 
Harry Murphy. A big Cork man. Big, big Cork, Cork family, yeah, Liam. Big Cork family, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, look, yeah, look, very. I'm looking forward to it. Monday night. Will be a good night here in Melbourne. I'll watch the Glen Rovers Black Rock, and I, and I think the, I'm not sure what the Galway Sunday County final. Yes, Sunday's shower, twelve degrees. Typical Cork weather. Yeah, the Galway final is on. This, the Galway final is on this weekend as well. Turlock Moore and St Thomas's. St Thomas's have played four games in their championship. So far, they played, or maybe five. They played five. They played three group games, a quarter final, semi final. And four of the five games, they've won by a score. And two of those games were a last-minute goal to win it. So they've had a really tough draw through. Turlock Moore have had an easier run. They lost a dead rubber game in a group game. It didn't really matter. But that's going to be a very interesting game. Turlock Moore looking for their first county final since the 80s. Thomas is looking for three in a row and their sixth or seventh this decade. So it'll be interesting as well. I think there'll be two good county finals to have a look at. Yeah, Monday or I think the weather will suit um, Black Rock. I think you know that physicality as well. That probably even you know gives you more hope that they'll probably win it. Yeah, or please go. There's another. There's other county finals on as well this weekend. There's the scenery championship as well, which is Charleville and Father Neils who lost the All Ireland last year to uh, Tullerone or this year. Um, that's another very good county final. That's on on Sunday as well. I reckon. I reckon I've hearing from the brother that Father Neils are actually missing one or two from last year, which might, you know, put them back down a peg or two. And Charleville are going well. I watched Charleville and Cantork, which was a local derby last weekend, and interesting enough, um, Larkon McLaughlin Magla- and um, what's his name, Darren Fitzgibbon. So they were going out for a challenge for a ball, and Larkon McLaughlin pulled straight across him over by the sideline and a puck out, and it was just a madness, headless fucking thing to do. Larkin McLaughlin got sent off and Charleville went on to win the match and they're in the county final. <laughs> so I reckon Charleville will go through on that one and then you have Castellines and Blarney in the other in the Premier Intermediate final. Blarney lost to Castellines in the group stages by six points. But um, I reckon Blarney have had a, a very good run getting to this final and you could I would expect to see a Blarney win in that one by one or two points. And Char- Charleville and Father and are both recent intermediate winners, Johnny, as well, aren't they? Like, they've both just come yeah. up, so it's interesting to see both them in the final. Yeah, and it's, I think that new scenery hurling championship final is good because a lot of teams who come up from intermediate in the past few years have gone down within a year or two, you know, with relegation battle and everything. So it, it, it's a good stepping stone, you know, to bring them up to senior grade. Or the premier senior, yeah, as they call it. I'm on the Cork County Board web- website here. The amount of fixtures in Cork this weekend in hurling football is outrageous. How many, how many games they're playing off? It's 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 crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, we we'll be tuning into that one on, on Monday night. Um, I won't be watching the second and third tier of Cork, but I will watch the Glen Rovers and, and Blackrock. <laughs> I, I give that one. I give that one a look just about. Um, but look, we're in the middle here, Friday night footy here in Melbourne. It's Brisbane Lions are playing Richmond. Brisbane Lions are 52 38 up. Give a bit of commentary here. Yeah, so a big game up, up in Brisbane, up in the Gabba. Um, Sean, he loves his footy and he made us like do the podcast in the middle of it, so it's killing him now that he's missing this, but we're going to get him yeah. back in for the last quarter. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, I hope the Lions win that one. Richmond are going for three in a row. Um, three All Irelands in a row, so it'd be a big shock here if Brisbane Lions were, were, were to win this one. But um, yeah, look, just on qu- quickly before we wrap up, obviously we see the numbers in Ireland up to over four hundred cases a day. Restrictions are being tightened. Each day the numbers go up. I think we all worry about intercounty season. 
Um, obviously, it's not to be all and end all. You know, it's a public health crisis. But you know, there was such great hope at all this club championship that we're going to get. You know, we got a great club. We're going to get all those county finals finished off this weekend. But I think it's going to hang on by a tread whether the inter-county is going to go ahead or not. It's going to be so close. Um, and I think, you know, keeping counties covered free and county plans covered free looks to be in more and more jeopardy every day the way the numbers are going. So fingers crossed they can turn the tide over there in the next few couple of weeks and get on top of it. And selfishly, we can get an inter-county season here. Yeah, to- well, uh- I know. I was thinking about it today, and, and look, Ireland and Victoria are kind of similar in 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 a way in terms of the population size, not too dissimilar in terms of area size. The weather can get quite cold and wet down here in the winter. And when we were at four hundred cases a day, we were put into this extreme lockdown that we're all in that will be reported back in the news, and we were in it for six to ten weeks or something like that. And extreme lockdown was like you couldn't go outside five k, and you couldn't leave your house, etc. And they still went up. To, for the next three weeks up to 700 cases a day and it's taken us this 10 weeks to get back down to where we are now with seven cases a day and the Irish government just don't seem to have the appetite to make that type of decision at the moment so you can only imagine case numbers are going to go up the big question is what called the GA make on it like the, there's a chance they could just let it go and live with COVID and take an element of what the UK and the US and the rest of Europe are doing where they're kind of just log- locking down small designated areas and let the rest of the country go to normal which would be interesting too I and mean, we could see some counties drawn out I think if it gets started it'll get finished I think if it doesn't get started then we, it'll be called off totally obviously that's, that goes without saying but mm. if they can get to the what, the, 20, the 17th of October is that the date yep. for the two, first round of the Munster Championship if they, if, if they can get to that and get the first round played then they'll, they'll probably see it through. Uh, and they, they may even start doing crazy things like putting inter-county teams into little bubbles I or don't restricting think... their training and just allow them to play the matches or something like that. Yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be... It won't be the GA's call. That's what the thing is going to be. It's going to be the government's call. And interesting, the government have their different levels that they go through, but they've made exceptions. So it'll be interesting to see what pressure the GA you know, are lobbying into government to, to keep an exception there to keep... Inter-county season going ahead. But look, I'm conscious of time here. We'll get into that closer and closer. It's day by day. We're going to wrap it up here because Shawnee is keen to get back into the sitting. Let's check the score now, Shawnee, quickly. 58-38, Shawnee. 20 points in it here. Yeah, okay. That's live That's live commentary, guys, you're getting here in the podcast. Um, but look, that's it for today. Um, thanks so much, Shawnee. Thanks so much, Giggles. Get in touch with us on Akadagia on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook, and also get AGA at gmail.com. Thanks so much, Sean Eels, for all our support. We'll be back again next week. I think we're gone eight, nine weeks in a row now, and we're going to have GA hopefully all the way to Christmas week, so you'll see us for a long time yet. Have a good night, everyone.